Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sheriff Spotlight with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Highlighting the office and deputies dedicated to providing law enforcement services and maintaining the trust and support of Rockingham County citizens all while keeping neighborhoods and communities safe. Hello and thanks for tuning in to Rockingham County's Sheriff Spotlight. Today is December 21st of 2022, the first official day of winter. We welcome you to our podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Kevin Southard, with the Sheriff's Office, and in the studio with me today is Sheriff Page. Sheriff, good, good morning. morning. Glad, glad to be back. We've been we've been off the air for about a month now. Yes, yes, we've and had some glad to be back. Some things going on, but uh, um, let's see. First of all, I believe congratulations are in order. Thank you. You have uh, uh, won your uh, election to your seventh term as Sheriff of Rockingham County, which makes you the longest serving sheriff in Rockingham County's history. Each day. Each day. We yeah. set a record each day. That's right. But, uh, but the, and we'll be starting our 25th year, uh, actually started on, what, December 8th? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And for our uh, viewing uh, uh, audience here for the podcast, I'm going to ask our great producer, Roy Sawyers, to show some of the pictures from the uh uh, swearing-in ceremony that we did right. um, there while we're talking about this. but uh, That was kind of a historic swearing-in is, is uh, not only do we reach the, uh, the accomplishment of uh, our seventh term, but also our, our new our clerk of court, uh, Abner Bullens, mm -hmm. was elected. He's our former chief deputy. Right. Uh, for Worked about, with him many for years. about nine years, yeah. 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 And uh, so... so um, He's in the, in the building next door. Yes, so, yes. So anyway, anyway, and you were sworn in by him. Uh, he got I sworn was. in, and then he swore you in as uh, sheriff for your seventh term. And then all our deputies. Okay. So it was it was a great day. It was a great day, and my mom was present also, mm -hmm. my wife and father-in-law, and uh, so we had some of our family there. And it was so I was going to say it was so crowded that we were all the way up to the judge's desk. Yes. I, and it was a big celebration. Yeah, we talked it about it. We've never seen it. We, yes, we didn't yes. seem to be that crowded before, but it was crowded. Yes, yes. Uh, it was a good crowded. Yeah, well, like you said, historic occasion, and uh, we all had a good time. Yes, sir. And, you know, it was, it was a good time. Um, 24 years you've been sheriff uh, prior to this. Tell the audience, what, tell us, what are some of the things you're most proud of, some of the accomplishments that you're most proud of over your 24-year tenure as sheriff? I, th I think the, the biggest thing that I think about is when I first came in office uh, in 1998, December of 1998, when I first met Kevin Southern <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and other employees, and we still have some of our employees still working that were there mm -hmm. then. But being able to come in in 1998 and be able to start my plan of what I wanted to see and the direction I want to see the agency start moving in, and the many years that, that we've worked together uh, to, to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish, whether it would be in the area of supervision, mm -hmm. making sure we have uh, 
our qualified um, supervisors, making sure that we have the training, uh, not only what the state mandates, but additional training that is important for each and every one of our deputies and each one of our staff. And also making sure that we have the technology all there. We've moved so far ahead in training technology. Technology is a different world over the past 24 years from where we started out at and where we are now. I can tell you that from first-hand experience. You've got to say is you've got to give the men and women the the training and the equipment to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. You've got to support them and that's why I'm saying we're having some good supervisors. And, and then we've just got a great team. And, you know, I wouldn't be, my accomplishment, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't the team that we've built over the past right. uh, 24 years. And I tell somebody that means a lot uh, to each and every one of our citizens how important it is to have a, a transparent and a professional organization, which we have. And we work hard uh, each day to make sure that we hit that mark. I always tell the guys and girls, do your best. That's all you can do, but do your best. Mm-hmm. And don't take shortcuts. Do your best. Mm-hmm. And 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 that, therefore, we've had the trust of the community, which is probably the biggest accomplishment, is building that trust. Because if if you don't have the trust of the community, you can't do your job. Exactly. So, exactly. so again, I could, you know I could go step by step on on different projects, different programs. We've done so many things, but just to move ahead in the areas of of our personnel, making sure that we're hiring the best qualified personnel, uh, being diverse. Uh, working with all communities in Rockingham County and making sure we're providing the best level of law enforcement service to our citizens. I think that's uh, probably the biggest accomplishment supported by the the best people working in detention Mm -hmm. and admin and on the road and in investigations and in our schools. You know, we've just come so far. Now, I know that you want to continue that effort into your next term here, but uh, tell me about any kind of uh, specific goals or aspirations that you'd like to see over well, the next four years. What we've seen, uh, and i got to say, in, in 40 years in law enforcement in Rockingham County, over 40 years, I've seen the pendulum swing. I've seen uh, different things change and occur across the county, across the state, and across the nation. But... The biggest problems that we're seeing in our communities today is making sure that people in our communities are, that need help are getting the mental health support and getting the support and treatment for addiction. Uh, those are two areas I participate on the opioid task force and I, and I work with Sand Hills and, and, and our county commissioners and our representatives that work with our mental health provider in Rockingham County and I want to make sure that we do everything we can do to improve the level of service in the area of addiction, treatment, and mental health support. Mm -hmm. Now that also relates to our jail because a lot of people that come into our facility uh, have medical issues, have mental health issues, and have addiction. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we're addressing those issues and that we run a safe and efficient and secure jail. We want to make sure that when we're out in the public that we're providing the service to work with all our service providers to make sure we take care of those persons in those need areas. Besides public safety, besides uh, putting bad guys away that are doing bad things and protecting the public, we want to make sure that we also don't let persons with mental illness and addiction drop through the cracks because each and every one of those persons is somebody's kids. Each and every one of those persons is somebody's family. Mm -hmm. And when we lose somebody due to addiction or mental health issues, when we lose somebody, Uh, that's somebody's family member, and that's important to them, that's important to us. Absolutely. All right, on the national level, um, Title 42, I will go into that here as as to what it is. I'm going to get you to explain what it is and how it affects 
us here in Rockingham County on the local level, the national level always affects the local level, the trickle down um, effect there. But it is December 21st, like I said at the beginning of the program, and I think they're still in a will they, won't they kind of um, situation as of as right, uh, right now, right now, as of right now, but. right now in the area of um, on immigration law. And, you know, we hear the border issues, you know, we talked about this over the years, you know, what happens at the border does affect each county of each state mm. in America. And um, Title 42 was basically a law that came about in 1940, I think 1944, and it was a law dealing with per, um, uh, public health and communicable diseases and stuff like this. So under Title 42, it was brought out during the Trump administration that if someone came to our country uh, seeking to come into our country, uh, and um, they came from a country that had, that, like their, the use was COVID yeah. and, and, and public health concerns, mm -hmm. that they could be prohibited from coming into the country under Title 42 under the law. Mm -hmm. You've also got Title 8, which is the uh, general, my understanding, general immigration law and stuff like that, uh, that also says when persons come to our country, they come here illegally, they can be return back to their to their home country and then then you've got a situation with asylum where persons come to our to our borders areas and they seek protection under the asylum laws where they have credible fear that if they do, are returned back to their country that they could face a harsh punishment or even death mm -hmm. so uh, we have different things that apply to immigration law different things apply uh, then you got the public health restriction under title 42 you used to have the remain in mexico policy under the trump administration some of those policies were rescinded uh they were fought out in the courts and stuff right now in the courts they're waiting on a decision i think from the supreme court justice roberts on whether to take up this or because right now it's in effect title 42 is still in effect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was slated to end today. I think his order um, had um, it was going through today, and then they were going to um, decide whether or not the Supreme Court was going to take it up here in the future. Is that correct? And extend it until right, that time? Right. And actually, I, I was listening to the news last night where they talked about the Biden administration is also talking about continuing it. Yes, and, and then let the courts make a decision. You know, you know how long that will continue. Mm -hmm. So, so that's so that's an issue. Is that and border security uh, is really about national security and public safety. Um, there is concern that when Title Forty Two drops, that because you don't have that restriction to be able to for people coming in and out of the country, that there's a concern that there, there'll be more flow of people coming into our country, mm -hmm. uh, more flow of persons coming to our country, they're getting through that we don't know who they are, and then also the potential more uh, more illegal drugs such as fentanyl heroin coming through, which are taking lives every day in America. That's I right. think every, I don't think we said every five minutes somebody dies due to a fentanyl overdose mm -hmm. in America. And that's the biggest killer of, of people age 18 to 45 is fentanyl. Right. And, and the vast, vast majority of immigrants that come over are just looking for a better way of life. But there are some with nefarious yeah, uh, plans yeah, yeah, that, that sneak across be, those drugs to, to and be, stuff. To be clear, there are a lot of people coming from over 150 countries representative coming to our borders, north, south, and some of our international ports of entry are coming uh, to, see, to seek asylum in the United States or to come here to uh, seek work opportunities, economic opportunities. And then there's some that come through that are the criminal type. Uh, and I'm sure in any population, it's a small amount, but the persons yeah. that are coming through, there are persons that are also coming through that we don't know who they are. 
and that's one of my that's besides the illegal drug activity the persons have gotten into over six to eight hundred thousand persons that have gotten into the to the united states coming through our borders that we don't know about uh what i fear is another 9-11 mm-hmm. because in 9-11 how many people were there that committed this act and yeah. and we're talking six to eight hundred thousand people that we don't know have entered into our country so again border security national security are very important to me are very important to sheriffs all across America, and we'll have to see, you know, what our new Congress does in uh, January mm-hmm. of this year when they come in office, uh, when they're sworn in. We'll see what the new Congress holds. Uh, we'll see about the relationship that they have with the administra- current administration and President Biden, and uh, we'll, we'll have to see. But decisions that are made in Congress, decisions made at the White House, all impact local. All politics are local, so. So whatever decisions are made will impact the different counties and state. As a sheriff in America, my concern is how we'll be impacted by some of these decisions. And that's why sheriffs with the national sheriffs, with our state of sheriffs association, work with our state legislature and work with our Congress to help craft laws and policies that will help protect the America and American citizens. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we try to do. And that's what we need, especially with these record level uh, of fentanyl and, and other drugs. Yeah, something something needs to be done. Something needs to be done now. But uh, as this new Congress phases out, I mean, as this old Congress phases out, a new Congress will be coming in uh, in January. So we'll have, it's kind of a wait and see. Uh, but we will pay attention because, uh, again, as your sheriff, I have an obligation to protect, and, and this is the basic obligation of government is to protect our citizens. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing my part to look after the citizens of Rockingham County uh, and make sure we protect and serve our citizens here, all of our citizens. And uh, again, like I said, that's the, spur- that's the first responsibility of government, including our Congress and our administration. So uh, we're going to continue to uh, to see what's going on and continue to try to have input where we can uh, to help make a difference in Rockingham County. Right. Oh, Rockingham County is my first priority. Absolutely. Um, so you are starting your seventh term here as sheriff. Uh, that started on December the 5th, I believe. The um, well, you're looking for a few good men and women to join our team Absol- here. Absolutely. Talk Kevin, about that. Okay. You know, we've seen since, you know, post-COVID, we've seen where a lot of work, the workforce, even though I hear there are thousands or millions of jobs that are that are there or were created and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, but I hear from different professions, and particularly in public safety, that we're not getting the candidates that are looking for a work opportunity. We're not seeing those candidates. You know, years ago... In the past, uh, I'll say 10 years, five years or less, we used to see 20, you know, 20, 25 people sign up for a rookie school mm-hmm. to go to our local community college so they become certified to become law enforcement officers mm-hmm. in our community. And uh, just recently, they had to cancel or uh, delay the class in January, move it to February because they, they didn't get enough, uh, enough candidates to apply. Mm-hmm. So my concern is, is, is we've got to get good, qualified candidates to can pass the, the certain tests they have to pass to be able to move forward, to be certified as officers in, in not only Rockingham County, but across this country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, not, we're, not seeing the, we're not seeing those numbers. So you know, if a person um, has, a, has, a, has a good background, no criminal history, um, is at least 21 years of age, is interested in getting into law enforcement, you do have to, in, in North Carolina, to go to a, to a rookie school, you have to be sponsored by either a police chief or sheriff's office to attend the school. 
and then once you complete the school, then you can apply it at different agencies, uh, you know, to work in law enforcement. But uh, if you're interested in a good career, just like in Rockingham County, I'll, I'll just say we just recently bumped our pay up. Mm. So we're very competitive in the market. We're above the market uh, amount. Um, and so if you're interested in a career in law enforcement as a law enforcement officer, as a sworn deputy, mm -hmm. or you're interested as a career uh, professional detention officer, those pay, those pay salaries are very good and they're challenging. All the, I'll tell you, all the work is challenging, but I think it's very rewarding too. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in a career in law enforcement in Rockingham County as a detention officer or a, a sworn deputy, contact the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Go to our website, rockinghamcountysheriff.com, mm -hmm. and you can find out about that information. But hey, we're looking for uh, some great some great people out there, and we know you're out there. So you know, if you're looking for a, a, a great opportunity for a great career, Come see us at the Rockland County Sheriff's Office. It is a good starting salary with benefits, uh, free medical and dental and mm -hmm. vision for the employees. And uh, um, a lot of other benefits, paid time off, holidays, and so on and so forth. A uh, great schedule um, for right. most you're really of the You're really only, with our schedule, you really only work six months out of the year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, because of, of how we work and stuff like so, that. So, so, it's, so, it's, so good pay, good schedule, uh, good benefits. And uh, great people, and you're going to help your community. That's you're right. going to make your mark, help your community. And, you know, it's it's an honorable profession to be able to say, you know, I'm doing my part to protect and serve and help people in my community. Because years ago, when I first started in law enforcement, I was asked a question when I went went to work in Fort Lauderdale PD, and they were interviewing me. They said, "Why do you why do you want to be a police officer here at Fort Lauderdale? Why do you want to be in law enforcement?" And I said, "Because I want to help people," and that's been my mantra for my whole career is I'm in it to help people. And that's and very from the, from the military, yes. From the military law enforcement to civilian law enforcement to where we're at today, nothing's changed. As I said a little bit earlier, it is the first official day of winter. And it is my understanding that uh, especially come uh, this weekend, the Christmas weekend, it is supposed to uh, get considerably cooler. Those winter weather I believe uh, <laughs> temperatures coming in and we may have even some precipitation coming. Right. Give us some good safety tips about dealing with the winter weather, um, the cold, the potential for snow or ice when driving, that kind of thing. Well. My, my first recommendation is watch your local news. You know, you know Rocking Him Update, you know, you can, watch, uh, you can watch your local news, your cable access, but look at your news services because they generally will follow the weather and, and we, got some, we got some good reporting. Uh, make sure you follow the weather. Uh, if you know that the snow is coming or the freezing rain is coming, uh, and if you have to work during the daytime, uh, a lot of, and a lot of businesses will take this consideration. I know they do in government work. Uh, it is that you may have to delay your trip to give time for the roadway conditions to improve. And these yellow trucks out there, the North Carolina Department of Transportation, now they're changing the white too. Oh yeah, changing the truck I colors. Know yeah. That. Okay. But but what I'm saying is, is let them do their job. If it's snowing out there and it's a blizzard, let those men and women out there with North Carolina Department of Transportation. Give them time to do their job before you get out on the highway. Because a lot of times, if you get out there before they've had a chance to get on the roadways, they treat the roads early and they try to get ahead of it. But at the end of the day, is give them time to get out there because it is, it is dangerous and treacherous to have to drive at night and get out there early morning. Sometimes it's better to give, give time for the weather conditions to change, potential a little bit of warming. Mm -hmm. I give time for the DOT workers to do their job out there 
and then if you have to hit the road. Now, if you must be on the road, the best thing you can have with you is your cell phone. Mm -hmm. Another good thing is to have a flashlight. Another good thing is to have warm clothing and a blanket. Hey, the first aid kit's not bad. Right. And uh, and like I said, uh, if you have if you have those items, and and also uh, a bottle of water. I always keep a bottle of water in my car because you never know what you might need it for. Mm -hmm. But again, don't travel unless you have to. If the weather is really a, a bad conditions, don't travel unless you actually have to. Uh, but if you do have to get out, make sure that your vehicle's in good shape. Make sure your air pressure is good in your tires. Mm -hmm. Worst thing you want to do is you have a cold day and your air pressure goes down and you're, and you're, you're running near flat. Yeah. That's not good. That so make sure, yeah. make sure your vehicle's in condition and uh, got plenty of fuel, fill up. Make sure you get plenty of fuel and your vehicle's in good condition if you do have to get out and travel in inclement weather. That's right. And drive uh, for the speed. conditions of the road. That's, that's right. Just because it says 55 doesn't mean you need to drive down in the snow. At Even miles. if you're in a four-wheel drive. Just because you can doesn't mean you should because it's not <laughs> always going. A lot of times it's stopping in the weather that's the issue. From experience, so. from experience. You can get a four-wheel drive stuck. You can <laughs> run off the road and get in a ditch with a four-wheel drive, and you can get yourself hurt. And the thing about it is, is uh, you know, I've I've watched over the past forty years in different snow periods. I've seen people with as the front-wheel drives came online. I saw the, uh, how people will get out with front-wheel drives with more vehicles or front-wheel. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen a lot of all-wheel drive vehicles, and then we see the four-wheel drive vehicles. But regardless drive for the conditions if it's the snow is too deep and you have a little car you might not want to get out right away until they scrape uh the dot scrapes but make sure you pay attention to conditions and the best thing is if you don't have to travel don't now make sure that you know if and i know this is going to cause a run on bread uh, we always talk about uh, uh milk and bread, milk and right? bread yep. yeah I, that's a, I'm, I'm in the wrong business right should have been in the milk and bread business but but if you do see that bad weather's coming uh, pick, make sure you got some supplies to last you for a few days. What happens if, uh, for example, you may have a power outage? Because a lot of times when you get the ice, you have the power outage. That certainly can, like yes. Make sure at home, flashlights, candles, alternate heat source. And if you do use an alternate heat source like a kerosene, make sure you properly ventilate mm -hmm. and make sure that uh, you have a fire extinguisher nearby or some way to extinguish in case there was a fire. Because a lot of times this time of year, we see people crank up those chimneys and stuff like this. And if they're not in good condition, you, sometimes you can have fires. Right. And it's always a good idea whether you uh, fill up some buckets prior or uh, some empty gallon jugs or whatever to have some water on water, hand. Water on hand, just in case. Just in case. Uh, well, well, and you know, uh, Another thing I think about when we talk about inclement weather and cold weather is, and we also think about it during hot weather too, real when we get to the hot season, but uh, you know, look out for your senior citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of senior citizens that live by themselves throughout the county in the rural areas. And make sure that if you have a family or friend or somebody goes to your church that's a senior, make sure you check on them. Get those phone trees going. Make sure you check on them and stuff. Okay, just check on them. Make sure they're, they're, they got food to eat, uh, they get, they're warm, or in the summertime when it's real hot, they're, yeah. they're, they're cool. But uh, make sure that you look out for your seniors. Also, make sure a lot of times, I watch a show on TV from the SPCA and stuff, and I'll see dogs chained outside or dogs outside in the cold, something like this, or cats and stuff. Make sure you look after your furry friends too. Make, yeah. sure, you, make sure you keep an eye. Under North Carolina law, you're required to provide food, shelter, and water. 
and stuff mm-hmm. like this. And I would add in a warm place, particularly during these cold times. Mm-hmm. If you can bring your pet in, bring them in. I know uh, people that have cows and horses, you can't just bring them into the house. Right. Uh, I got friends that have horses and, and I add, and I, and I, and one I talk to pretty regular, but if you can, <clears throat> you got a barn, get them in where it's warm and stuff like this. But look after your, look after your pets and animals too. Absolutely. Um, the 2022 Christmas toy drive. Um, we're winding down from that. It's been a huge success. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, we started about a month ago. We started our toy drive and runs and ran through December 15. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we collected toys of supporting the Salvation Army of Rockingham County, which means that our toys that went to the Rockingham County main site in Reedsville would be able to do distribution out across the county. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've, we've, we've always worked hard to support the Salvation Army of Rockingham County. And uh, we, I think we had a very successful toy drive. I saw several people. I got to participate with several of the toys coming in. Mm-hmm. We've transferred a lot of toys. Uh, a number of truckloads. You know, yeah. you know, and, you know, I, I, I would assume that, uh, that they're, they're probably doing distribution probably, what, in the next day or so? I believe that they've already started. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, they'll do so many a day, um, having people come, parents can come and pick that up. That way, they have time to wrap the stuff that they're getting for their kids and stuff like that. And so, so enough time. So so, so the Rockingham County Salvation Army is working uh, in conjunction with us in law enforcement, mm-hmm. and also you know if you're out and and you, st- you hear somebody ringing the bell, the red cattle drive that's that's moving on. Uh, and going right now, a lot of stores that you go to. So uh, if you can't, throw in a little change and help out a little bit because uh, every little bit helps. Every coin helps. Every dollar helps. Well, and the Salvation Army in particular, I mean, they don't just handle toys at Christmas and stuff like yeah. that. We're talking, they, they feed people in need. They, they feed. Hunger's a year-long problem. That's, that's so. right. That's right because now we get into the food banks. A lot of our churches, a lot of our organizations, a lot of our nonprofits are getting into the food banks and stuff like that. But hunger is something that we have in Rockingham County, mm-hmm. and it's a, and you brought it up. It's not just Thanksgiving. It's not just Christmas. It's year round. Year round. So make make sure. That, remember, there are people in Rockingham County that are homeless, mm-hmm. and I don't know the numbers, but there are people that are homeless in Rockingham County. And you just imagine if you were out in this weather tonight. Mm. So the thing is, make and we do have some homeless shelters. We do have some homeless shelters. Uh, in Eden, in, in, in Madison, Reesville, but you'll need to check, you can check with your local law enforcement agency if you have any questions on that. But um, homeless purposes are homeless. Uh, Salvation Army does provide meals. Uh, in emergencies, they do provide support uh, for, for nat- catastrophe, natural catastrophe, just like the American Red Cross. They work, you know, we, we, we usually run into both organizations, mm-hmm. but they do good things. So if, uh, donate where you can. And, and help those that sometimes can't help themselves. All right, that's great. Uh, you know, giving, a, giving is a good thing, let me just say that. We're, uh, we're at the two minute warning here for our show and uh, with Christmas and New Year's coming up, what's, uh, what are a few tips and a final message you'd like to give to uh, our listeners and viewers uh, this holiday season? Well, you know, at Christmas time, you know, don't forget the reason for the season. And, and remember, uh, to, uh, I think in, Amer- in America and across, this, across the world, uh, if we reach out to people, uh, if we show our love and caring for one another, I think it goes a long ways. Um, again, just hope for this year that we can have peace in our in the in, in America. Uh, we can have peace in the world, uh, I, and I just hope everybody will just try to reach out and show kindness to one another. Uh, love mankind, love one another, right. and and uh, treat people how you want to be treated. And I think I think 
we can, we can have a better world. And, and, and in Rockingham County, we're going to continue. I look forward uh, to coming into 2023. Uh, I look forward to working with the citizens of Rockingham County and, and, and looking after the citizen protecting and serving. Uh, our deputies are going to do everything they can to provide the best level of service uh, to our citizens. And again, I just look forward to uh, being out there working and, and being part of the community. Because remember, law enforcement is not apart from, we're part of. And we remind our guys here every day, go out and do your best. And I think that I, think that, uh, I just wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a safe and happy new year. And part of that safe and happy new year and Merry Christmas is going to be not drinking and driving. Obviously, if you consume any alcohol, have a designated driver, right, right. get an Uber don't, or whatever, do not, you know, don't don't Do give not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. If you, if, if you do consume, you have a designated driver. Because we will be out watching and we'll be out looking for persons that- So will the Highway Patrol, I believe that booze right. it or lose it is in heavy effect between now and the first of the year, uh, in particular campaign. But uh, more important than all of that, more important than the tickets and the insurance and all of that, we want to make sure that everybody gets to their destination safely and back home safely and is able to celebrate many, many more years of Christmas and New Year's with us. So. Keep all of your you know, all of your public safety workers, your fire, your volunteer firemen, your firefighters, your paramedics, your telecommunicators, your local law enforcement, all your public safety. Let's keep them all in your prayers because we need it more now than ever. And again, we appreciate everything that all our law enforcement and our public safety do across uh, this county, this state, and this nation. Uh, we thank them and we thank you again for your support and I look forward to 2023. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year, and we'll see you in 2023 on Sheriff Spotlight. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.